you are a patently in shape muscular man. How much how much sweets are you even eating? A lot. How? So many. What do you just work out so you can eat cookies? Yes. <laughs> so correct. <laughs> Trying not to be in a relationship right now. Oh, are you? The hardest thing. Well, it's hard for you. You're very charming. Okay. You're a handsome boy. Thank you. And I imagine a lot of the women are barking up the tree. I, I mean, you said it. I listen. <laughs> I didn't. No one heard it. <laughs> no one's ever gonna hear this except when this goes viral. Except when this goes viral. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that we found some clips go viral where none of us knew it was coming, and we were all just like, huh? "Oh God." <laughs> ah! Um, by the way, before we keep going much further, I want to talk about the tea that we're drinking. So, so uh, the tea that we are drinking that Chip has already had sips of, this is Smith's Portland Breakfast Tea. Smith is a tea company that is based out of Portland. So Portland Breakfast makes sense. Um, it's a black tea. It's wonderful. And uh, I would say you'd, you'd steep this one for five minutes at boiling. So I told Chip maybe blowing it a little bit, but he's going right in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow in it. Mm. Oh, that's really nice. Really good. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. Okay, you were right. I was wrong. I'm still going to let mine cool a little bit. Um, here's here's my question based on what we were just talking about, though. I want to resume it a little bit. I'm not going to embarrass you, but I want to resume it a little bit. Do you find that as a comedian, given these schedules that we maintain and the fact that you specifically, you work at one of the busier clubs you know, around, do you find that it's really hard to make that time for for a significant other, or do you think you could make it, but right now you're choosing not to? Um. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I I agree. I agree with everything you said. I'm on board with your answer. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I I put a lot of thought into it, and I could tell. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, Articulate. So <laughs> poignant. Um. The thing is, it's I've thought about this a lot, and it's not necessarily about um my schedule per se, because if you find someone who works with your schedule and that's what you have to do at this point, like you, you can't, you can't try to make it, make a square fit in a circle. You just, you just can't. I've tried. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. It's it's very frustrating. Not great. Not at all. No. Um, And uh, like another thing is like you, at this point I've realized um, that, I can't have someone who wants me to chase them all the time. Uh, and ooh, yeah. that's, that's another, that's another part of it because I'm already putting so much time, energy, blood, sweat, and tears into chasing this dream of comedy. hundred percent. And, and not just the dream side, but also the business side of it, which is, like, yeah. it's also, it's, it's everything I didn't want to do. Like <laughs> I'm doing everything I didn't want to do. <laughs> like when I when I chose comedy, it's like all the jobs I didn't want to do, all the responsibility I di- didn't want to have, but yeah. I but I have it now, and uh, I I have to nurture it, and I can't nurture both at the same time. I get that. Um, so I need to have someone who a understands that, and b can work with that. So. That's it. I mean, that's kind of the answer to number one. And Mm-mm. then I think, what was the second question? Because it was kind of different. I had said, do you feel like your schedule makes it impossible for you to make space? Or do you feel like you could make space, but you're at the moment choosing not to make space? Okay. And then, so that second part, um, 
I found someone who it works with. Yeah. And it's dope. Okay. But I just don't really want to make any commitments right now. Okay. Because I've, I've been, this sounds so cliche, but. I cannot wait for this. But legit, it's, uh, uh, I, I've been burned and I'm scared of the fire. Oh, okay. Like, like, that is the most sincere, vulnerable thing you could have said. I thought you were going to be like, you know, I just like don't need something holding me down. Oh, kind of energy. No, no, no. You're saying no. that you've been burned before. Yeah, yeah. I and, get that. Yeah. I used to believe that I was better off single because every time I would start seeing someone for years, I would say, hey, I just need you to know a comedy right now is my top priority. And if that's cool with you, you will still be a priority. But like, I need to do comedy these nights. And sometimes it won't look like I'm doing work. Sometimes if I'm just going to the comedy club and I'm not performing, you'll be like, well, do you have to do that? The answer is yes. Yeah. Which I, by the way, I'm terrible at, but we'll get back to that later. <laughs> um, but, but I'm like, yeah, that's something I have to do. And then every single person I dated inevitably would get to a point. Maybe it was two months, maybe resentful. three months. A hundred percent. Yep. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes. And then they start going, I just feel like, which is never a good way to start any sentence. No. I just feel like is never going to go. I just feel like you're amazing. No one says that. They would always go, I just feel like you're, you're not making time for me and you're always choosing comedy. And I said, well, right. But you remember that conversation we had where I was like, I'm going to need to prioritize that, but you will still be a priority. And they would always inevitably go, I just think that you need to start choosing me. And I'd be like, oh. <sighs> Interesting. So I'm going to take a hard left and say maybe we shouldn't be together anymore. Right. Um, it's like, it's like I've gotten ultimatums a couple of times. Yeah. And, and, and like it mind boggles me how easy it is for me to be like, well, I'm out. And I do it like through tears. I'm like, why'd you make me do this? I, know. I once had a girl who that, that exact situation happened. And then she asked me for coffee, probably like, three weeks or a month later and i was like sure and so we got coffee i was like what's up and she goes i just want to know are you gay and i was like uh I, i'm not but i gotta be honest given that most of the gay men i've met are wonderful uh great fashion senses clean friendly i'm like i take that as a very big compliment <laughs> and uh and she goes, well, I just don't see any other reason that we would have broken up. And I'm like, well, no. So oh. that whole like comedy thing that we discussed and she's like, yeah, you like hanging out with guys more than me. And I was like, well, I, well I go, I go, well, at this rate, like that's a little true. Yeah. I haven't loved spending time with you in this moment. No. And, uh, and she's like, well, I just think you might be gay. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. Wow. I know. What do you do? What she do you say to that? Was she, uh, Maybe. I mean, like, what? I mean, come on. She was, she was, she was guarding her heart because that is a dumb solution to come to. I, 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 trust me, I know. And the craziest thing is, like, I told my buddy who'd met her, and he goes, "Oh, I mean, the whole time I was like, she's cool, but like a little off center." And I was like, "What does that mean?" He goes, "I can't explain it, but the fact that she's like, you gay." I was like, "Of course she'd say that. She's crazy." And I hate calling people crazy, men or women, that like you know people have dated. And she wasn't crazy, but I just think she had, she built up resentment and that was like kind of the thing. And now I think she might have a kid. I don't know. I don't keep up. I'm a man with goals and dreams. Gay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, yeah. Literally. I'm a man with goals and dreams. I just heard her go gay. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's me. That's me. You know, but like I said, major compliment. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Every friend of mine that's gay is just the best. They are doing <laughs> so much better than me. 100%. <laughs> Four 401ks. I'm literally like, I'm literally looking at all of my gay friends and I'm like, you figured it out. Real shit. Good for you. And you I, nailed it. And I'm sitting over here. Just trying my best. Straight, trying my best. All my straight friends, we're all just lost. I mean, we're confused. Yeah. Like, we're not getting it. Yeah. You uh, think it's the girls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's got to be. It's got to be. I feel like I, I went through a period of my like early to mid-20s where like every new girl that I saw just like, like if I were working at the improv as you do and meeting new people every night, I would literally just like fall in love with a new person every 15 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. How's that going for you? No, 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 no. no. Okay. So uh, I used to... I, when I was in my 20s, I worked at the La Jolla Comedy Store. Mm. So it was a similar thing. I mean, it's not, of course, it's not. It's the same. And you were, you, you were, you started in San Diego, no? Started in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that, though, was like, there were always gorgeous women coming in there. Not as, like, abundant as, like, Hollywood, of mm. course. But, like, yeah, it was pretty similar. Like, I was in my 20s, like, oh, my God. <laughs> you just like carried a ring in your pocket be like i'll just propose to anyone who says yes here. i mean there 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 there's a couple of stories oh <laughs> there's a couple of stories okay the comedy store in general like yeah whether you're in la jolla or in hollywood is a fraternity it is legit like a through and through it is a fraternity and so i'm shocked that when you were down there when you came up here that you didn't immediately start working there yeah 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 yeah, there's a lot. There's that's another story. Oh, that I just thought you just didn't choose to. There's a story there. There's a story. I can't tell that one. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. I feel like working at these clubs must be just like bountiful stories of crazy crap that no one else sees. Oh yeah. Like I, I feel like I don't know if it would turn me more on to comedy or turn me more off of comedy or to have me sit there going, oh, what is this? Like, there's a lot of times where, <clears throat> like, you're just young and going through it. And, of course. You know, so that was just your young times, and you were just experiencing and being stupid. Um, and, I mean, I think that's just part of it, you know? No doubt. And, it, and, it, and it's fun. It's fun. It, here's the thing. It looks fun. It looks so fun. It's not, not very honorable at all times, but it's, just, it, it's fun. I mean, honestly, ever since they brought out the merch stuff, like, the, the merch booths at each... Uh, part yeah the door guys lost money on like tips and stuff because people want to save their money and not tip and it's a whole thing it's a whole thing i understand that maybe i'm a little biased because I, I do comedy but if, if i didn't do comedy i don't think i'm like going to the comedy store being like i need a t-shirt um if you're from overseas Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, sure. Yes, I do. You know, on vacation, you're never going to be here again. You you're know? like, I need to let people know I went to the world-famous comedies. Right. Store. I could even see some, like, people from Alabama, the East Coast and stuff who just, like, never get out, and they're just, like, in L.A., and they're like, oh, my God, this that was the first time I've been on a plane. Oh, my God. I'm in the comedy store. That's how they sound. Um, well, yeah. You know, I was being serious. Do you, have you ever done comedy uh, outside the U.S.? Uh, in Canada. Okay, that yeah. counts. Yeah. Any different? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. I mean, like, not really. It's not different. Uh, I'd say the biggest difference I discovered because I got I went out there when I was young. It was like the first I don't know three four years I've been I was doing comedy. Oh no way. Okay, that's that's bold. I'm impressed. Yeah, it was it was kind of dumb. 
Um, Everything I do is stupid. Go ahead. But also, the biggest thing I noticed was that Americans, we speak in idioms. We speak in um, phrases. Like, like, and we, we, like, we, like, we'll say, uh, uh, I really, um, or like, what's a, like, we will use like, um, Beyonce and people we know and street names and stuff like that to, to explain everything. Right. Okay. And it's hard to do comedy up in Canada because a lot of the stuff that we say is all in the culture of being an American. It's steeped in that culture. Yeah. So what I had to what I had to realize was I had to take a lot of my jokes in the beginning. I was just doing like I had a lot of La Jolla jokes. Yeah, right? sure. As one does. So I had to take a lot of my La Jolla humor and expand it to world humor. Interesting. Yeah, because like they they didn't know what this street was. They didn't know where fucking uh they they wouldn't they wouldn't know Bakersfield from Del Mar. I don't know that. See what I mean? <clears throat> I live here. Is that bad? Should I know that? Yeah. Okay. I know where Bakersfield is. Okay. Well. Uh. Okay. Well. They, here. I'll. I'll. I'll expand. They wouldn't know Bakersfield from San Diego. Del Mar's in San Diego. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I know where PB is. PB is below Del Mar. Um. Yeah. You and I both do the same show in PB. I believe. Which one? Oh, the backyard. Or candies. no, no, no. Or candies. was it Reds? Candies. Yeah. Yeah. Candies. Candies. Well, Reds well, I, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pre. I keep. I keep calling it Reds. You can. Yeah. Uh I know. I love that show. Um yeah, I was doing comedy in uh um Amsterdam. How was that? Different, dude. It's different. What do you like how? Uh so first of all, you gotta lose every single reference. Right. Can't make references. Right, right. That's one. If you want if you need to make a reference, you need to break out of your set to explain the reference. Yeah. And then three, you need to slow down. So I like talking fast. Oh. That's how I operate. Because that's like their third language. Second, but yes. Right. So it's, it's tough. I was performing. The guy that went before me. And let me, let me be really, really clear. Very nice guy. What I'm about to say is not at all an insult to his comedy. Okay. It's a reflection of him not having performed in Amsterdam before. Okay. This was my second year in a row performing at this venue, so I understood how it worked. He was not given a heads up. He went up there. And again, this is not his fault. He went up there and did mm, a runner that cumulatively was about five minutes altogether that was all about student loan debt, which Dutch people don't really have. It's a very American idea. Student loan debt is very American. Then he went on a full about six, well, I guess about like five, around five minutes, uh, a dense chunk about uh, like World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE. Like back when it was called WWF, like with Stone Cold Steve Austin and like that's Macho Man rough, Randy Savage. Dude. And... That's rough. So no one understood it because both of those ideas are inherently American. Hello, Amsterdam. We're here to talk about the American Constitution. Like what? Would have been the same thing. What? Would have been identical. Honestly, might have been a little better. More people know about that. Probably would know. Yeah. Article five, section six. And you know what? That's was what my set was about. Um, but he he did this, and I literally I I felt bad because again he's he was a nice guy, but like he's doing this stuff where I'm like, 
uh, you can't do that. You guys remember the 90s <laughs> when Bill Clinton was president? I literally. Let me hear you answer, Dave. <laughs> You're like, y'all remember Tamagotchis? Um, I know, right? Yeah, and everyone's like, no. No, not a, what are you talking No, we about? don't, you know? Um, no, I, I remember I did I, I did a joke where I mentioned General Mills because I worked there for two years. Uh-huh. And when I did it, I did it last year, not this year. And when I did it, I said, I worked at General Mills. Anyone know this company? And some people, you know, a couple people cheered. And I said, for those that don't know, you ever heard of Cheerios? People go, yeah. I'm like, they make those. A lot of cereal. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. So that's how you have to do stuff. So I have, I have a, like, I have a, I had a, or a had, I still do, joke about Del Mar, which is kind of like a rich area. Okay. And uh, in order to uh, figure out, like, or just get them there, I was just like, hey, what is your rich area? Which mm. I've heard everyone, like, up until that point, every, you always do that. Now, now I do it all the time. What's your rich area? What's your poor area? Boom. So then I made... Because I was in Calgary, so I was—I made Calgary the rich area because Edmonton is what they call the poor area. See, but that's all you need. Exactly. My, my trick, and I've told people this who 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 do some stuff abroad. I'm not the expert on doing anything abroad, but what I've told people is, I'm like, if you have references that you want to make that are local to you but not local to them, do you drink coffee? Go to a coffee shop and be like, hey, I'm just curious. To your point, you could say, hey, I'm just curious. So I'm a comic. I typically reference a very rich suburb and a very poor suburb. Mm-hmm. What would be those here? Boom. Ask it. They'll tell you. Mm-hmm. I usually ask two to three people so you can get a consensus and you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he didn't do that. So I felt terrible because I'm like, oh no. Yeah, man. yeah. I just asked the host. Oh, that's fair yeah, too. I just asked the host. Right Our host before. was Irish, so it wasn't really going to work. Oof. Yeah, but... Wait, were you doing like a uh, the, the whatchamacallit? The Fringe Festival? No, Bloom Chicago. In... It, in Amsterdam? There's a theater in Amsterdam called Boom Chicago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Um, but yes, I was doing that. They do a festival, so I was doing that festival. Okay. I don't usually do festivals. Don't believe in them. But uh, Don't believe in them? No. What's there not to believe in? Uh, in order to get into festivals, usually it's, it's more about connections than it is about your clip. Uh, it's about if you know the people that are running the festival, mm, which true. I usually don't. That's very true. And I'm like, I don't want to spend money just to get rejected. If I want to get rejected, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll make passes at my girlfriend. Um, I can get, get enough rejection right here at home. Um, <laughs> hey, babe. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was thinking maybe later. No. Okay. Right, nope. Right, that's on yep. me. That was on me. I shouldn't have recommended it. You check it off your list. <laughs> rejected again. <laughs> yeah. 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 So no, I don't. So I don't. I mean, do you do festivals? Are festivals big for you? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cause like it just cause I don't I don't have time to go cause because I work at the comedy club a lot yeah. I don't have time to do a lot of the open mics and festivals are a really good way for me to like get in touch with all my friends that I never get to see. I love that. Yeah, that's really nice. What made you leave uh, San Diego? Uh, cause I mean, at a certain point, you it starts feeling claustrophobic. Mm. That's a great answer. I I love going down there. I go down there somewhat often to do comedy because there's much more stage time. But I also go down there because there's a, a seafood taco place called Oscar Servateca that I love. Okay, if you ever go back down there, go <laughs> to La Jolla. Yeah. Um, go to Verdes El Ranchero. Uh, why, why haven't you told me this sooner? It is one of the best Mexican food places. Do they do a breakfast taco? They Yes. Yes, they do. They do. Oh, my God. And honestly, get their chili relleno. So good. Do they do a shrimp taco? They do shrimp, yes. They do. Because uh, I, I don't eat meat, so I'm like, I need to make sure. Bruh, if, 
I'm telling you, get the shrimp ceviche. Get the shrimp ceviche. Are they paying you? Because I'm loving. I'm believing. Uh, well, they, they're not. They used to pay me. I used to be employed by them. But okay, so now we've gotten to the root of the well, problem well, here. No, no. This is this is how I do. Uh, when where I work, like uh, when it comes to restaurants and the places I worked at, I would usually only except for fucking Red Lobster. Except I love the bi- bi- biscuits. I would work at places that I like the food, so I could eat more of the food for free. Lobster or a red lobster is the Cheddar Bay biscuit, right? Yeah, and that's great. That's great. And I got to take a lot of those home. But I mean, after a while, it's like, I mean, that's all they got. You know, it's... I want to keep talking about this, but I know we need to get to our first segment. Are you ready for the newly friend game? Yes. Yes, I am. So the newly friend game is like the newlywed game, but we're friends. Um, besties. And uh, this the way it works is I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to write down your answer. Don't say it out loud. You're going to write it down. And I'm going to write down what I think your answer is. And then we'll flip our boards and show each other. And then we'll do the same or a different question for me. Now, there was a time where you and I once spoke about cookies. And I also have heard you talk about it on your Instagram before. So, and I believe that you are a cookie fan. So my question for you, and don't tell me, but write it down, is what is your favorite cookie? One, two, three, flip. Oh, chocolate chip on your shoulder. Oh, chip on your shoulder. Chocolate chip. So I was going to write chocolate chip. And then and then I literally thought to myself, he's going to make fun of me being like, you only chose that because my name is Chip. So I, purposely, so I literally, I had written chocolate chip and then flipped it and I wrote peanut butter cookie. No, no. Chocolate chip all the way. Can I tell you though? Peanut butter cookies are good. No, they're great. Mm. They're amazing. It's just that... Um, uh, so, I, okay. I had, if I'm being honest, I think it's Nate's. Is it Nate's? Tate's. Tate's. Tate. The green. The green. You want to hear a fun fact? Oh yes. I had two today. I me too. Did you really? I did. After this, we have them in the house. You want I, one? I made a. I made an ice cream sandwich with it. That's amazing. <laughs> so good. That's amazing. Chocolate chip. What kind of ice cream? Uh, and so I want Jenny's, but I can't find. Every time I try to look for Jenny's, or it's in some supermarkets. It's yeah. not in all of them. It's in some of them. I can never find it. But I. What's I, your Jenny's flavor of choice? Oh, uh, when I'm doing uh cookies, the ch- ch- cookie sandwich is always French vanilla. Okay, that's, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But generally, if you're if you're doing the ice cream, where you at? It's it ranges from whatever I want. It could be anything. Okay. Yeah. It okay. could be legit anything, and sherbet's included. I love a sherbet. Mm-hmm. Now, I I don't want to cause controversy, but do you like salt and straw? Do I like what? Salt and straw. Salt and straw. You've never heard of it? No. Okay. What is this? Salt if anyone who works at Jenny's. Is listening. I like Jenny's. I have respect for Jenny's. It's good. I really do like you. My favorite ice cream in the world is salt and straw ice cream. They have multiple locations, including one in Culver City. You're saying it's better than Jenny's. That's not what I said. I said it's my preference. Jenny's is good. My preference is salt and straw. I'm getting excited. It is. I like salt and straw enough. I have, I'm not exaggerating. This is not an exaggeration. This is factual. Over 15 pints in my freezer right now. I have a t-shirt for salt and straw. Ah! I am diehard. Okay. Okay. That makes me even... Okay, because I hate hype, right? Yeah. And Jenny's, for some reason, got so much hype. It's a lot and, of hype. And yeah. I haven't even tried it yet, and I just want... I oh, just, you haven't tried it? I haven't even tried it yet. Okay. Right? Okay. But I heard it's really good, and I want to have it. Uh, yep. Yep. But if you're saying salt and straw... Because I haven't heard a lot of people talk about salt and straw. 
Um, well, let's do the cookie question for me, even though I'm all hyped on ice cream now. Okay, but let's okay. do the cookie question for me. Same question for me. And don't say your answer. Write it down. What is my favorite cookie? Okay. Are you ready? All right. On three. One, two, three. three. Sugar cookie. Oh, that's sad. So Chip wrote sugar cookie. <laughs> I wrote two. I was going to give you points for either of these. I said toffee oh, chip shit. cookie. I love toffee cookies. Okay. Amazing. And the second one is is the double chocolate with white chocolate chips. Okay, see, now that's... So unfair because you, you said you're not really into cookie and then you... Pick some like super obscure ass cookies. Do you think that the chocolate cookie with white chocolate chips is an obscure cookie? I, I mean, that's special. It's specialty. It's specialty. It's specialty. <laughs> like it's. Well, I here's think, the thing. I think I think I was gonna go with like the most bland. I was like, oh, okay, something. So I'll tell you this. I my one of my favorite cookies that I didn't write down because I didn't want to copy you is the um, chewy chips ahoy. Mm. I like them better than the hard ones. I don't like the hard ones. I like them chewy. Those are very good. Oh, they my go God. hard. Mm. I wasn't going to say Oreo. I thought you were. No. And I was going to be upset. That's my second favorite. Which, it's a great cookie. Oreo I, thin. Oh, well, you got to stay healthy? <laughs> no, in the freezer. Okay. They're so good. I am so shocked that you have uh, a taste for cookies because you are, and I'm not trying to objectify you here, you are a patently in shape muscular man. How much, how much sweets are you even eating? A lot. How? So many. What do you just work out so you can eat cookies? Yes. <laughs> so correct. Like li literally, like I, I, well, when I was a kid, I've always had a high metabolism and stuff, and I've so always jealous. been super active. But I realized when I was a kid, the the formula of a uh, body is similar to a car, where if you're using more fuel than you're putting in, then you're gonna burn off whatever is left the only difference is the when you burn off the fuel in the car the car just doesn't run mm. but if you burn off the fuel like in your body your body starts withering like that's usually what happens so if you're not if you're not eating as much or you're more active than you're eating then you're not going to blow up you'll just keep staying thin now i've been trying something interesting which is eating a lot and not doing anything. Okay. How's it's, that how's that been working? Not for you? great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not great. My mother saw a clip from this podcast. Not your episode. That's not out yet. But my mother saw a clip of, of an episode of the podcast. Hi mom. Yeah. I, I didn't even know she was listening. And she go or watching. And she goes, You look like shit. You look like you let yourself go. You look like you've gained weight. And wow. I was like, It's like really? She could tell from these angles. I said, you know, the camera adds 50 to 60 pounds. And she goes, that much? I said, that's what it's got to be. That's like, can yeah. you believe? Yeah. <laughs> Do you believe that? Yeah. I My feeling is when I look in the mirror and I'm naked, as long as I don't go, ugh. Even if I go, uh, that's fine. Okay. I'll take that. Now, okay. I prefer to go, uh, but I don't usually do that. See, mine has nothing to really do with the mirror. Mm. More so it has to do with how I'm moving through space, like how easy it is for me to push a door open, how easy it is for me to climb these stairs, how easy it is for me to swim or like over to this thing or run. Do you swim a lot? Well, I mean, when I, when I can. Oh, okay. I didn't I mean, know that. I can surf, but I mean, I don't get to all the time, but yeah, you know, actually, I haven't surfed all year, but anyways, uh, no, I did. I surfed in Hawaii. What am I talking about? Anyways. Um, Your life. <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? I surfed in Hawaii. No. Um, but like just and like another thing is like I always want to be prepared for like 
either danger or fun because both you need to be in good shape for like if like when it, when you, when I'm out on a vacation I want to be able to go like jump off the cliff and not hurt myself or I mm. like you know or or I want to go like jump off the back of the boat and be able to do a backflip or be able to like Can you do a backflip? Yes. Okay, I cannot. Where do you learn that? Uh trial and error. Yeah, I don't know that I want to error. Okay. Uh first trampoline. I mean if you really want to learn it first trampoline then you use like a um a, a pit, like a like a ball foam pit. pit. Yeah, yeah, like a ball okay. or foam yeah, pit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then you just work up your uh, your courage. The biggest part is the courage, getting over it. I brain. just don't know that like <laughs> I like, go to like a place with a foam pit. I'm like, hi, just a guy in his 30s want to learn how to backflip. They're gonna be like, what's who hurt you? No, 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 no. Because I'll I'll say this much: uh, learning how to do some of those uh, weird movements. You have to learn. You have to stretch a lot and be flexible, and that helps out with everything else. Do you in your stretch life. every day, all the time. Really, all the time. When you wake up and when you go to sleep, all both. The time. At work, I mean, yes. People, people hear me saying like, like, because like when I stretch, I make a weird noise, and so like people will hear me do a weird noise at work every once in a while. I grunt. What I do, which my girlfriend finds to be so strange, but I don't think it's that strange at all. Do you ever do like kind of like one of those full body stretches and make a sound? All the time. I literally just go like, I'm like, like do that kind of thing. Sorry for everyone listening. That probably didn't sound great, but like I do a stretch and I like to make a sound. She goes, why do you do that? I go, I feel like it feels better. It's just one of those. Yep. 100%. It's relieving. Yep. Yep. You're letting that energy go. Starts high, gets guttural. Yep. I, and and most things that do are great. Feels, I mean, honestly, like I've never heard a polite orgasm. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't, you know, it's if you always have, primal. It wasn't it real. It wasn't. That wasn't. They were faking. Yeah. Whoever it was. If male, someone's female, like, oh, that's great, that's great, and I'm done. I don't know why I made them British. Top of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, and I'm done. I've completed. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, uh, completion. <laughs> I reached it. Fine. Um, you're like, I don't feel like you did. That was so dainty. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, again, I'm not quite sure why I made them British. I, I really, Such maybe a that's a deep seated thing that I need to figure out. I, I, I yeah. If they're like, oh, mine, it's almost here and it's there. <laughs> I finished. Dude, that would, I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here in the wild and I'm done. And I'm, yeah. and I'm done. Yeah. We, do you ever go see movies in the theater? I just saw the Ninja Turtle movie by myself. I took my skateboard. It was great. How was the new one? It was great. But the no, reason I was, was asking great. you. Except for Jackie Chan. What? Except for Jackie Chan. Who the hell is Jackie Chan in the movie? Splinter? Oh, so you have a, so you have a special? You don't want to spoil anything? He is Splinter. Oh, I was making a joke. He's Splinter. He is Splinter. Because I was like, the only other character he could play he is Splinter. He is Splinter. Interesting. And, and I don't know why. I don't know if this is what he was trying to do. This is just what I felt. Like, I couldn't even figure out that it was Jackie Chan playing Splinter. Half the time when I see Jackie Chan, I'm just like, okay, so it's an action flick? What are we doing? It's like he put on a New York Jew voice. Ooh, not crazy about it. Not crazy. As, as literally... A New York Jew. Not crazy about it. I, sw- I like because I couldn't even tell it was Jackie Chan. And then every once in a while, it he's was- like, oh, God, the turtles. I'm exhausted. It was bad. We got to find Shredder. And it he's- wasn't. 
I didn't go to it because I was like, oh, I forgot. I didn't even know Jackie Chan was in the movie. I don't know who's in the movie until after I like. Uh, uh, I think Seth Rogen wrote it. Okay. Yeah, but after after everything, and I'm sorry if I messed that up, but after everything, I, I looked it up and I was like, wait, that was Jackie Chan? Ugh, that was that was that was the only part I didn't like. I can't believe I'm so exhausted fighting Crane. You gotta watch it because you're doing an incredible Jackie Chan. That's <laughs> you know what? It's weird. My whole life, people have been like, you know what you do really well, and I'm like, what? And they go, a Jackie Chan doing a New York Jew, and I'm like, that's. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Are you sure? Wait, as Master Splinter from the Ninja Turtles. Correct. Ah, yes. I hear it now. Now I see where you're going. I was going to tell you this. He based it after me. <laughs> um, <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, I'm schwitzing. It's hot down here. He saw uh, your stand-up. Yeah. Saw inspiration. Yep. Yep. That's how he did it. That's how he did it. I once got told by someone, they were like, all you do on stage is talk about being Jewish. And I go, no, I actually rarely talk about that. But anytime you see me interacting with audience members, it's because in some cases, more than one... Audience members have yelled out something about me being Jewish. Plus, I'm like, also, oh. like, it's not it, like, okay, because I've gotten that too. Uh, <laughs> you talk about being Jewish a lot? Black. But mm. it's. Well, I figured it wasn't Jewish. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it, I've, I've gotten that. Oh, by the way, I, I don't consider Jews white. Okay. Yes, at all, because no offense to the whites, but you don't have a culture. So, but. Yep. But um, I've gotten that. As a black person, and I think what they're seeing is the filter that it's going through. Mm. Because our cultural filter, our perspective is as a Jewish person growing up in America or as a black person growing sure. up in America. So you're going to have all the jokes are going to have a filter of this culture. Yeah, I think it's very reasonable. Right. Like there are there are Jewish based jokes that I hear a lot of comedians do where I go, I never want to hear that joke again. <laughs> And there are jokes that, like, you, you know, like, I hear people, like, do Jewish jokes about, like, being cheap and this, that, and I hate that, especially when a Jewish person is doing it. Similarly, the number of black comedians I've heard do stuff about how white people don't season their food, I'm like, yes, I've, been, I've, we have, I've heard this. Right, right, I, I've, like, right. I've gotten this joke from 80 different people in so many different ways, and it always is just, like... And, yes, that is a, that is, that is a hack joke to say as is, but, sure. if, but repackaged. Still a great joke. Could be. If it's repackaged in a repackaged. way that's innovative mm -hmm. that I've not heard before. I got one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me it's part of your set. I'm dying to know. Is it part of your set? It's going to be. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Because here's, here's what I'll say. I like your comedy enough that I have faith that whatever you do with it is different. Thank you. This is how much I this is how much I believe in you, Chip. That's that means a lot. It should be. That means a lot. I've always, from the minute I met you, I was like, I love this guy. Um, this is as good a time as any to go to the lightning round. Indeed. Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. The lightning round is five questions. They're fast questions. They do not have to be fast answers. Take mm -hmm. as long as you want. Okay. They're just the five questions we end every podcast episode gotcha. with. And I like to put them on an index card because even though I have them memorized, it makes me feel like a talk show host. You know, okay, one thing. Can I, a little note? Please. I, if I were you, would put this here because personally, I always loved the Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I know Space Ghost Coast you know, to Coast. You know, where you I always do. hit the, you know? Oh, I do. I want to have a desk where I can take the index card and hit the exact, index card yes. on, like this. Exactly. Put it on your lap. I'm, you know, we're going to do it. <laughs> do it. You're getting a different experience, Chip. You're getting the, uh, 
Hey, okay. what are we doing? All right, all right. Question one, Chippy Baby. What is a favorite ritual of yours? So mine is brewing tea. What is one that you have that you love? A favorite rich rule? Ritual. 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 Yeah. Ritual. I was like ritual. Um, I don't have rich rules. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, you're rich in spirit, and I love it. Uh, so you said tea, uh, and honestly, when you said rich rule, I thought of this and it kind of also works okay uh i only make my coffee in my french press <laughs> do you do it every day almost every day okay yeah I, I love that ritual any milk um so with the milk uh and i figured this out on accident because my i have like a mini fridge that mm -hmm. i have stacked on top of another mini fridge right and so instead of a normal fridge right Right, right. Be well, when I moved in, they the apartment said that it came with a mini fridge. And then I got there, and that mini fridge it came with was broken. They didn't tell me that it didn't work. So I had to get another mini fridge. But instead of... <laughs> you can't just get a used fridge and put a real normal size fridge there instead of throw but it, see that would have been too much okay right and then also with i live in a studio apartment so that the power would have it wouldn't have powered like the big fridge every the whole wall would have went out so i had to get the mini fridge i know it's a lot okay so i had to get the mini fridge stacked on top of the broken fridge bottom fridge dry storage huh? oh that's actually that's actually very right? smart and so in the back of the mini fridge though it freezes shit that's just how the refrigerator works. It has it has a freezer location, but it gets real cold in the back. I put my milk in the back, right? And for some reason, it froze it. And I, now I do it all the time. And it froze it all the way to half. And then the rest was just this thick, like, uh, uh, fatty. Yeah, it yeah. was cream. Used that. That's a new ritual. Now, once you've gone through all the cream, do you just throw it out? No, no. I got milk. I got cereal. Okay. Yeah. Question two, what is a running bit you have with a friend or partner that makes you laugh? Uh, when I, with my cousin, it was, it's usually me, my cousin, and our, uh, our good friend. I don't want to say his name because I just I don't know if he wants to be named. I never cared for him. <laughs> but um, uh, so he doesn't smoke weed. And every time we'd pass the joint, we know he didn't smoke weed. But we'd be like, would you like some? He'd be like, ah, maybe next time. <laughs> That's <laughs> that was, a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. Little stupid bit. Yeah. No, I mean, but that's what these are. Okay. This podcast is an hour of stupid bits. Okay. Um, question three. Can you do an impression of one or both of your parents? The worse the impression, the better. Okay. We don't want a good one. Um, so my dad, uh my dad, okay, my dad. Okay. Um uh, well, you don't want to play football. Come on. Come on. That's how you be a man if you play football. Okay, that's my dad. I feel right? like you would be very good at football. I was great at football. I just didn't want to take the mandatory showers because I didn't want anybody to see my pee-pee. Understood. Exactly. Um, and then what was the, uh, uh, my mom? Um, okay. Uh, Chipper, did you know my husband and I are trying to lose our weight so he can see his pee-pee again? <laughs> and that's my mom. <laughs> wow. Um... <laughs> She's a legend and honestly a hero. And that transparency from her is much appreciated. That is a literal text. I love that she's out here just being real. <laughs> she's not lying. You say what's up, she's going to tell you what's up. She will. She will. She does not play. Where does she live? Uh, up in Riverside. Love it. Shout out to your mom. Here we go. Question four. Have you ever experienced imposter syndrome? And if so, is there a moment that rings for you? 
Um, yeah, like, I mean, almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> Coming like to this real. podcast. You were like, I can't believe he's having me on. But no, but for real, almost every day, like with uh, comedy. Yeah. I always feel like I have imposter syndrome. Question five, final question. Okay, question five. What is your favorite tea? And if you don't have a favorite tea, what is your favorite comfort? Comfort tea or comfort in general? Just comfort. Yeah, something that really gives you a lot of, a lot of pleasure, a lot of joy. Okay, so... Are you a big tea drinker? Um, I, I do, yes. I mean, not huge. I mean, I'm not like a, an aficionado or anything, but uh, I wouldn't say, like, uh, I know past Nestle for damn sure. Um, like, I have specific, like, PG tips, and I love, um, I love my specific green teas. Um, PG tips would be my favorite. I just really love how that tastes, especially when you add cream or uh, like coconut milk to it. Ugh. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's that's really good. Um, and then my pleasure. Okay. Cinnabon. That's a great answer. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. I got a great answer. You think I'm gonna sit here and and, and poo poo that answer? Ugh, I hope not. It's a great answer. <laughs> Thank you. I love the places that are like in the malls. So like, I loved Cinnabon. I loved Auntie Anne's pretzels. Oh my god, are they there? They're not there. The thing anymore. I don't know. And then the they other are? thing. Oh god. The other god. thing I loved. I don't know if you ever had this. I don't. This might be a very heavy East Coast thing. Um, they're they they're at every mall. There was uh, there was always a Chinese place that served bourbon chicken. Bourbon chicken. I'm telling you, East Coasters are going to hear this and they're going to be jumping off their seats. Bourbon chicken was a staple at malls on the East Coast. Bourbon chicken. Yeah, it's delicious. That sounds good. I got to tell you, it's even better than it sounds. I am so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's as good note any to 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 wrap us up. That's the pot. How do you right. feel? I feel great, dude. That thank tea you. Was great. Wasn't good. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for coming. We love you here. Thanks for having me. Of course. That was Chip Nicholson. You can find him on Instagram and Twitter at Chip Nicholson. Steep Conversations is produced and edited by Elliot GB. Our associate editor is Martin Alvarez. Our theme song and additional music are by Oliver Hymack. Our cover art was done by Neil Fraser with photography by Matt Mazisco. Social media by Dia Villegas. Please write a review and rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you can. You can send any questions, comments, newly friend game suggestions, or tea suggestions to steepcombos at gmail.com or tweet us at steepcombos. I'm Josh Lanzette, and you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Josh Lanzette. We'll be back next week. So until then, happy steeping. Oh my God, that's so good. Feeling it? Strong? (laughs) Did you just cheers the camera? Yeah. Okay, I like it. I mean, to the people at home.